0: Good morning and welcome to Living Well with Robin Stoloff, empowering you to live a healthier life. Had some rough weather this winter, but we are on our way. Only six weeks till the official start of spring, so hang in there. That brings me to the subject of patience. We've all heard the famous expression, patience is a virtue. In addition to being a good quality, it can actually help us lead a happier life. Studies show people who are patient tend to be more hopeful and satisfied with their lives. And they're less likely to be stressed, depressed, or experience health issues such as headaches and ulcers. Patience is actually a skill we learn. Many of us get impatient because we see waiting as time lost. So the first step is to make better use of our time. If we're stuck in a line or waiting in the car for someone, we can answer emails or texts or listen to some music. And experts say, when you feel impatient, try some deep breathing. Count your blessings. Put things in perspective and realize this too shall pass. So take that, winner. (laughs) Lots more coming up today on Living Well with Robin Stoloff. So keep it right here on Light 96.9. We all want to be fit, but you don't just get fit and then stay there. It's an ongoing process, whether in the gym, outdoors, or at home. Being active is a key part of being healthy. And there are some steps we can take to get the most out of our workouts and make them more efficient. Are you basically doing the same workout every time? Our body adjusts to whatever we do. So continuously doing the same cardio and strength workouts becomes less of a challenge and it can lead to a plateau over time. It can also be really boring to do the same routine over and over. Maybe you want to switch things up, but you're not sure where to begin. Well, you've come to the right place. We have some terrific ways to change up your workout and make it more effective at WFPG.com. Click health on the drop down of our app or visit our Facebook page. Living Well on Light 96.9. When it comes to a heart attack or cardiac arrest, having an AED or automatic external defibrillator can make a life-saving difference. We can help place AEDs in our community by participating in the 15th annual Red Dress Red Tie event hosted by Atlanticare. It's coming up this Thursday, February 8th at the Carriage House in Galloway. Joining us now is Brittany Knapp. She's the Assistant Vice President of the Heart and Lung Institute at Atlanticare. And Brittany, I am honored once again to be emceeing this event. It's my 15th year as well. So tell us all about it. Well, thanks for having me today. So Atlanticare established our Heart Hero Program back in 2002. And it was just a way to give back to the community and help provide life-saving AEDs. So we place these AEDs throughout our community. And we raise half the funds. Atlantic Care covers the rest of the costs. And the goal is really to prevent deaths by having these AEDs in public areas in the community anywhere possible. I know AEDs have already saved lives in our community. They have, yes. So it's a worthy cause and it's a fun event. Give us a little background on the event and what that's all about. Yeah, so our biggest fundraiser is the Red Dress, Red Tie event, which we are holding at the Carriage House this year, February 8th. Tickets are still available. Listeners can visit Atlanticare.org slash red dress. Individuals and organizations can always make donations through the Atlanticare Foundation. We still have raffle tickets as well, and you do not have to be present to win. And it's a wonderful auction with so many terrific items. People are so gracious to donate to this great cause throughout the area. Many of our vendors, just really good folks. We're, We're very lucky and fortunate to live in this community. Again, tickets are available at atlanticareorg slash Red Dress. And I will be there once again to MC the event, the Red Dress Red Tie Reception at the Carriage House this coming Thursday, February 8th. So hope you'll join us for this fun evening and worthwhile cause. Thanks so much. Brittany Knapp, Assistant Vice President of the Heart and Lung Institute at Atlanticare, And you are living well on Light 96.9. Regular health screenings are essential for maintaining good health, especially after the age of 40. These screenings can help detect diseases and conditions early when they are easier to treat. Some of the recommended health screenings for people over 40 include blood pressure, cholesterol, diabetes tests, as well as mammograms for women, prostate screening for men, and colonoscopies for everyone. These tests can help identify risk factors and prevent serious health problems down the road. It's also important to discuss your family history and lifestyle with your doctor to determine which screenings are right for you. Remember, prevention is key to maintaining wellness and good health. By getting regular screenings, we can take control of our lives, reduce our risk of disease and other conditions, and live life to the fullest. Remember, we only go around once. And as the saying goes, if we don't make time for health, we'll have to make time for illness. Living Well on Light 96.9. We all know about the opioid crisis in America. So, how can we control pain after surgery with minimal or no opioids? Here to talk about that is Dr. Fabio Orozco of Orozco Orthopedics. Thanks for joining us. This is a huge problem in our country, and I know medical professionals are trying to change it. What is being done about it?
1: Thank you, Robin. Yes, unfortunately, you know the opioid use and abuse is significant. As orthopedic surgeons doing hip and knee replacements, we see ourselves dealing with controlling pain after surgery. But I tell you, we have made tremendous progress in dealing with the pain after surgery with a multimodal pain approach. We start with many blocks that we do around the knee to be able to control the pain for the first 72 hours. We minimize the use to opioids. And we are many of our patients don't even ever take a Percocet or any type of narcotic so we use anti-inflammatories, we use high-dose Tylenol, uh, we use other medications that help us to control pain without the use of narcotics, which is tremendously important. With the education
0: out there about opioids, do you find more patients are concerned about this?
1: Yes, absolutely. And many patients have tremendous adverse effects to opioids, nausea, vomit, delirium, they don't feel themselves. So I tell you, many of our patients actually are so happy not to take narcotics after surgery.
0: Absolutely. And I'm so glad that you and other medical professionals are on board with this and really trying to make a difference for people because as we know, it's a crisis and addiction is a, is a problem in our country. So I'm glad that things are changing.
1: Yes, we are very happy to be able to provide no opioids after surgery.
0: Well, thank you so much for sharing that with us, Dr. Fabio Orozco of Orozco Orthopedics. You are living well on Light 96.9. Magnesium is an essential mineral that plays a vital role in many bodily functions. It's required for more than 300 reactions in our body, including energy production and muscle and nerve function. Magnesium also helps regulate blood sugar, blood pressure, and heart rhythm. Despite its importance, studies show that almost half of us don't get enough of this essential mineral. A magnesium deficiency can increase our risk of sleep issues, high blood pressure, heart disease, and diabetes. Foods rich in magnesium include nuts, legumes, and whole grains. Magnesium supplements are also available in a wide variety of forms and dosages. In general, healthy men need about 400 milligrams, and women need a little over 300 milligrams of magnesium each day. But it's important to talk with your doctor before taking any new supplements. You can also consider speaking with an expert in nutrition Some insurances will now cover a nutritional consultation. Bottom line, make sure to get your daily intake of magnesium. Living well on Light 96.9. So we know fruits and vegetables are good for us. Nobody has to tell us that. But a whopping 90% of Americans don't eat enough of them each day. How can we change that? Well, joining us now is Courtney McCormick. She's a corporate dietitian for Nutrisystem. First of all, how much fruit and veggies should we have each day, Courtney? And what is the serving size?
2: Yeah, so the current guidelines say, you know, for when it comes to fruits, we should be having anywhere from one and a half to two cups of fruits every day. And then when it comes to vegetables, anywhere from two to three cups of vegetables every day. And in addition to the amount, it's also important that we're having variety. So choosing different fruits and vegetables throughout your week is really important. But when we talk about fruits and vegetables, I also want to remind people, I'm not talking about just those fresh fruits and vegetables. We can also look at frozen fruits and vegetables. We can look at canned fruits and vegetables, and they're just as nutritious as those fresh ones, as long as we're being mindful of making sure we're choosing those options without added sugars and without added salts. How can we
0: incorporate more fruits and vegetables into our day?
2: The one thing I always encourage people to do is just start your day with fruit. It's so easy to get fruit in at breakfast, whether you're adding peanut butter and banana slices to a piece of toast or whether you're topping your cereal with berries. You know, they're all great ways to get fruit in first thing in the morning. And if you're rushed in the morning, just setting a bowl out with some apples and bananas and clementines so you can grab some fruit as you're on your way out the door.
0: You say to challenge yourself to add more fruits and veggies to every meal.
2: Absolutely. So in my house, we kind of make this a game. And we try to think about, you know, at every meal, how can we add a veg to our plate? I'm always sauteing spinach and adding it onto those breakfast sandwiches. Or, you know, I'm cutting up greens and mixing them in with our pasta dishes. So there's always so many ways you can think about what is that meal you're going to have? And then how do you add some vegetables either in the meal or onto the side of your meal. At Nutrisystem, we actually just created a line of products called Hearty Inspirations, which have a full serving of vegetables in every meal. But even when I'm making those meals, which are skillet meals, you know, I think about how can I add even more nutrition to this? How can I add even more veggies? In our family, we either have a salad with dinner or we
0: always have frozen veggies because they don't go bad and it's very easy to do i usually just defrost them in the microwave and just sauté them up add a little spice and it's really good and everybody in my family loves them and of course smoothies are another way to sneak them into your day and you say to experiment in the kitchen and nutrisystem provides free
2: recipes where can we get them if you visit our blog the leaf at leaf.nutrisystem.com we have hundreds of recipes on that site that you can just you know try new fruits try new vegetables Try new cooking methods because I know there's going to be something that you're going to find and love.
0: Always great tips. Thanks so much. Corporate dietitian from Nutrisystem, Courtney McCormick. And that does it for me today. Don't forget to check out my podcast, Living Well with Robin Stoloff, wherever you listen or watch the video of my conversations with my expert guests on my YouTube channel by the same name. And follow me on Instagram or Facebook for bite-sized tips to help you learn more and live better. Thank you so much for being with me today for Living Well with Robin Stolop, empowering you to live a healthier life. Join me again next Sunday morning at 10. Until then, keep living well.